She is going to join in a second. She's finishing up some stuff right now. Kara is joining now. Hi, everyone. Sorry we're late. I was finishing up um, You, Me, and Your Ex. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I was just finishing up You, Me, and My Ex, and this Love in Paradise episode was kind of crazy, right? Yes. Like, I didn't realize that we were going to see so many breakups this season and everything. So kind of caught me off guard. I mean, I kind of figured that Lydia and Scott were a mismatch. Yeah. But I wasn't really sure, like, how quickly that was going to come out. But it seemed like it came out pretty quickly. It did. But I think what caught me, I should wait for Dee Dee, right? Dee Dee's um, finishing up. She's going to be here in a second before we get too deep yeah. in the conversation. But, yeah, I was pretty surprised. And I'm, it's heating up. I think Scott commented on something that I posted earlier. And he's like, the season is about to heat up. He wasn't yeah. lying. It's heating up. I'm really excited to see who actually makes it out together, right? Because I feel like we're like two and two, right? Two people so far. And I, I, I don't know how I feel about the way Scott did Lydia. You know, I'm not like the biggest Lydia fan. Yeah. But I don't know how I feel about that. I kind of feel like he did her dirty. Do you feel like that? Mm. Not really. No? I, okay. If I was Scott, I would have bounced as soon as Nicole came into the, the restaurant asking questions. Like, that's none of her business. And the way she was coming at him, that would have been more than enough red flags for me. I'd have been out so fast. I mean, yeah. I mean, the way that Nicole handled that situation, I think it was sabotage for her mom. Yeah. But I think that Scott talking to another woman before he went there and like showing interest in her. And this is the same woman that he gave $17,000, by the way. I don't feel like he really was. I think he used that as an excuse, to be honest. So do you think that he underestimated the, the difficulty of using a translator and dating someone that you can't communicate with? Like, I think that he thought through video chatting and through like using the translator app through video calls, it was gonna be easy in person too. Yeah. Like I feel like maybe he really did underestimate the difficulty of having a conversation with someone that you can't have a conversation with. Yeah. Like, body language only goes so far. You have to actually talk to each other. I mean, you don't have to, but if you wanna build a relationship and even know if you even have anything in common, yeah. you know, you have to have that conversation. See, and I've never had any kind of you know, even any kind of video communication with somebody in a different country or that didn't speak language. So I'm not sure, you know, how that even works. Like, you know, if someone posts something in Spanish or or any language for that matter on Instagram, you can see translation. So I don't know if, yeah. it, if you like when you're texting someone or video calling someone. So maybe it was super easy before, but neither one of them appear to even hey, know how to use it. <laughs> Neither one of them there you are. Even know how to use the translator. <laughs> right. Okay. So, Didi, we are talking about... Wait, hold on. I lost my light. Hold on. How's my lighting? Is it good? You're good. I'm in a different spot today, so... <laughs> okay, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. We all struggling today. It's Monday. Okay. Yes, right? <laughs> it's crazy. I can't get any of this stuff to work. <laughs> All right, so we were talking about Scott and Lydia. 
So you know that Scott and Lydia are basically calling it quits. And Scott was talking to this ex-girlfriend that ghosted him. Okay, so she took a whole bunch of money from him and ghosted him for like a year. And for some reason, she reached out to him like two or three weeks before he went to see Lydia. And for some reason, he's interested in communicating with her. Like, if you take $17,000 from me and then stop talking to me for a year, we're not talking anymore. You're blocked. There's no way that we're going to have any type of conversation. So actually, Cara thinks that this was an excuse for him to just end things with Lydia because he was just sick of the, the communication issues. Do you think that's really what's going on? I'm, I'm not sure if that's really what's going on, if he's using the, the ex-girlfriend as an excuse. But um, I do think that with him ending it, you know, I mean, she probably did come back because maybe she found out that he's he has interest in someone else. And she she knows that he was her ticket. You know, he was her lifeline. So I, maybe she may be coming back in the in the picture. But I think it's more of he once he uh, got down in um, in Dominican Republic, he's had nothing but a horror show since he showed up. <laughs> yeah. And then adding Nicole in the the situation didn't even help it. And then she was trying to pick fights with him. So I think it's more of he's actually finding out or figuring out exactly what he's got himself into. Um, so he's, you know, he's maybe using his ex girlfriend to for us in the in the um, communication for a way out. Well, I feel like, why, why didn't this get brought up before if that's an, if he's not using this as an excuse? When Nicole said, you sent this woman, this 29-year-old woman, $17,000 and didn't send my mom $1, why didn't he say, yeah, and then she ghosted me after I sent her all that money? Why right. didn't he, you know, or, or something to that effect? But all of a sudden, she's just, oh, yeah, by the way, something I've never brought up, but two weeks ago... She messaged me, and I think I love her. So I, I think it's an excuse to to just bounce. I mean, yeah, he's going to use every excuse possible. I yeah. don't feel like there's a spark between them at all. I I don't see a connection. Like, and it's not just the communication barrier. Like, they're just I see two people sitting together when they're doing things that don't have any connection or um chemistry at all yeah and it's like i don't know i feel like lydia is a very cold person i don't know if i could see her having a connection with anyone she just yeah. seems like so cold like yeah. i don't see that side of her to be in love or to be soft or nice or kind so but even with her and scott interacting it's like they they're two people that don't have anything in common trying to do something together that's what yeah. i get when i see them so i don't think scott is off base saying that, look, if this is going to be a friendship, that's all it's going to be. I don't even see that. Like, honestly, I don't, why would they even be friends at this point, you know? But I don't think he's off base for feeling like this isn't going anywhere because I don't think it's going anywhere. And I think it's it sucks that he wasted a year trying to get to know her. And obviously, she was obviously more communicative on video chat than she was in person because when they're sitting together she's usually quiet and he's usually the one trying to talk or communicate yeah. it's never the other way around she's never really opening up and trying to have a conversation with him it's always him trying to talk to her but he can't get the translator after work yeah. that's what i've yeah. noticed so but i mean this time 
time he didn't bust out a cushion out of nowhere and start exercising. So kudos on that. Like, where did that even come from last time? I he, saw. He put, his butt was hurting is what he said. But he yep. grabbed he the cushion off of a chair at the restaurant because <laughs> I, I rewind it because I was like, where did this cushion come from? Was it like in his car? Like, yeah. But he it was from a, a empty seat at the restaurant at another table. So he like grabbed it and started doing exercises. And I was like, oh, that, that's different. I mean, usually when your back hurts, you pop in an Advil, right? You don't just like bust out into a, a workout on the street. But I was like, whatever works for you, right? You know, maybe that works for Scott. <laughs> it doesn't work for me. Like, I don't like to exercise ever. So that doesn't yeah. work for me. Yeah. So I, I, if it works for him, I'm all for it. But if that was me in Lydia's shoes and he did that, I'd have been like, I don't think this is going to work out. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's everyone was staring at him. It was different. It was like, is this what I'm going to be dealing with on a regular basis? Like if we go to a, a professional place or a casual place, are you just going to bust out into exercising in the middle of the floor in the middle of the street? You know, is this something that I'm going to be dealing with? You know, I think that's probably was going through her mind. Like, yeah, you know, if I'm cool with you just doing this anywhere, you know, yeah. like there's gyms, you know, there's yeah. places where you get there's restaurants are usually not where you do that. Yeah. So but I also feel like that was there was so much awkward silence and they were trying to communicate and get the translator app to work. And he was just like, I got to do something to more or less entertain this woman because nothing else is working. Right. You know, I mean, well, I don't know why he didn't hire a translator. Uh, translator, um, when he first got there, I mean, common sense. You know, you don't speak the language. She doesn't speak English. You don't speak Spanish. Um, you know, common sense. Hire a translator. You know, and then most of the time, and we've seen in the past, you know, um, that the the translators on the phones. They don't even say exactly what you're saying. Sometimes yeah. it's totally different from what um, each party is is even talking about. And you know, I see, I knew too. Whenever he first got to Dominican Republic, whenever the look on his face, whenever she got two rooms instead of being in one room, and he said, "Oh, okay, um, so we're." I think he said something like um, they're in competition or something. So, like, why would you, you know, it's, I don't know. That right there was a red flag to me. Yeah. So, I don't know. He might make the comment, if I'm a betting man, she'll be in my room in the next two days or something to that effect. And it's like, yeah, I don't think so. And, so. and she wasn't. No. She wasn't. She never was. I feel like Lydia was very skeptical of him from the beginning. And yeah. she's skeptical all the way up to the end. She was skeptical. Oh, Shakib, we're talking about Lydia and Scott. Um, Love and Paradise. Um, yeah, Lydia and Scott. Yeah. Actually, we're about to jump over and we're going to start talking about Juan and Jessica because they have announced to the, the boys that they're expecting a baby. And I kind of saw this coming. The boys, one of them was okay. The other one was like, oh, no, that means that, you know, my attention is going to be a competition which i totally understand because i'm the youngest of my siblings and growing up my siblings have always voiced to me that i was the favorite i got all the attention they were jealous my brother excessively hit me you know so like i definitely know how they feel so i kind of expected them 
to be a little shocked and sad and disappointed. And, and one was like, well, I don't understand why, you know, they're not happy. And I feel like they run their mom. And I was like, there's a difference between being excited about having a sibling and then like not being a good kid. I think there's a difference. Like, I feel like them being good kids or bad kids is irrelevant to the situation. I think most children would react the way that they did. So I don't want to put them into any category because yeah. I feel like I would react the same way because I was the youngest. If my mom would have told me when I was a kid, there was going to be another kid, I would have been very, very upset. Yeah. Like, I would have been very angry. That is, because especially these are little young boys. They're not even like teenagers yet. They're kids. And they already feel like it's a competition for the two of them already, you know? So I definitely think that they're going to have work cut out for them to get these boys on board to having this baby. And a lot of people on Twitter think that it's too soon. They're like, they're just getting to know Juan. This is like literally the second trip that yeah, they met him. The, and even the son said it's too soon. Right. This is literally the second time they met him. And now there's going to be another person being added to their family. And I, I agree with the kids. You know, the kids are like, this is too soon. We need to get to know him better first. Like they literally have spent like a week with this man. And now he's not only their stepdad, but they're having another kid added to the family. That's a lot for a child to process. Yeah, but, you know, it is. It is. When Juan said, I want to raise my kids different than she's raising her kids. It's I, like, that's not okay. I think that he is definitely confused by the cultural difference in raising children. In America, like, see, I was raised in Louisiana. So when I got out of hand, my mom, you know, hit you me, spanked me, you know, but today... You know, you do not spank your kids. Your kid, It does seem like kids are running their parents now because, you know, there's only so much parents can do without them being held responsible, like even legally, you know, like for, for disciplining their child. Yeah. So where Juan was raised, I think he was kind of raised the way I was. You know, if I said something out of line to my mom, there could be something flying across the room at me, you know, or there could be a switch. And then she would make me go get the switch myself. Like, I'm, I had to go pick the item that I was going to get hit with, you know. Yeah. That's how I was raised in the South. But I think that he, I think maybe the culture hasn't, in, it hasn't progressed as much where he is the way it has here. I think that it's still okay maybe over there to discipline your children in that way. In America, that's just not something that is a norm anymore. That is something that people talk about in the past. Like when yeah. we do discuss disciplinary action like that with kids, that's in the past. That's not something that we are doing yeah. today. Hey, when I was in school, I went to private school, the teachers could spank us. Yeah. Okay, that's how crazy it was. Not even a parent. They weren't even related. They could put their hands they on They did not need permission. Right, <laughs> exactly. So I definitely think one is going to have a a rude awakening when he arrives and he sees the way that the children act. Because, you know, in schools today, when I was in school, there was something called zero tolerance. If you like talk back to the teacher, you got into a fight, they kicked you out of school. Yeah. That isn't even a thing anymore. Like in America, there's kids who get into fights constantly, who disrespect the teachers, who disrupt the class. They still are allowed to go to school. Like, so I think one is really gonna have a hard time adapting to seeing the way things are here because where he's from and how he was raised he's never heard of that yeah but also his big thing is you know because when we were kids whatever food was put in front of you is what you ate and if you didn't eat it hungry and that's your breakfast in the morning plain and simple and that's that seems like that's how Juan was raised but 
I'm sorry, I wouldn't have eaten that soup. There's no way I would have eaten that soup. As soon as I seen the chicken foot, nope, I'm out. As soon as I see the chicken head, nope, I'm out. I couldn't expect a kid to eat that. Hi, Kim. I'm going to watch it as soon as we're done. Yeah, when I saw the chicken head, that's when I was like, see, this is this is too much for a child. Yes. Children, it's hard to get a child to eat like a salad or green peas. So yeah. you're going to put a whole chicken's head yeah. in this kid's food and say, <laughs> well, why wouldn't you eat it? Yeah. One, come on now. Like kids, it's hard to get a kid to eat a chicken nugget. And that's yeah. literally their favorite thing in the world to eat. Yeah. Like it's difficult. So I think that the kids seeing that their reaction was normal. My reaction would have been the exact same as the kids. I was like, no, there's no chance. I'm not eating anything on this table now. Now that I've seen a whole head from a chicken. And how do you eat that, by the way? There's bones in That's it, just, right? Like how? Just disgusting. I don't care how you spin it. <laughs> I don't. It's never... obvious. It is obvious that Juan does not know anything about children. It's yes. obvious. Um, when, you know, when she, you know, has the baby and he is actually going to be able to be there with the baby, it is nothing like he thinks, nothing whatsoever. Yep. You know, I hear uh, a lot of people that I know that are going to be first time parents. Oh, I wouldn't do this or, oh, I'm not going to do that. Come on. Don't say what you are not and what you are and are not going to do because you don't know. You don't know. You know, that that baby is going to run everything. You know, once the baby gets here, the baby is going to be in charge of everything. Yeah. And then, you know, and like the um, Dayton was saying, you know, to him, it is soon. They yeah. just met one, you know, and then they, they're supposed to be having this fun vacation. Now they're saying that, that you know, um, there's another baby coming. You know, his brother didn't even seem excited. His brother seemed, like, confused. Yeah. You know? So, one can't be upset with the with the children because they're children. They don't know how to take um, information like that. Their minds don't process like adults do. Yeah. I think, so, you can't, be, you can't be upset with the kids. I, I think you nailed it. One reacts like a person who doesn't have kids. Yes. I think you nailed it. He doesn't know what it means to be a father or what it means to raise kids because he's a single guy who works on a cruise ship, who's a bartender. You know, he doesn't have that responsibility. So I think that he has a, a, a weird expectation of what it's like to be a dad and how kids are supposed to act. And I mean, yes, it is a little bit cultural. You know, I'm sure in, in his country, kids are, you know, they would just eat that chicken foot if it was on their plate. Yeah. They wouldn't question it, you know? So I think it's a, it's like a 50-50 thing. It's like part of how he was raised and the culture he's in. And then part of it is just him being inexperienced yeah. with children. You know, when you don't, like you, you nailed it. You're like, when you don't have kids, you can't say what you can and wouldn't do. You have no idea. You would, you would know, you would sleep anywhere unless you were given a moment to sleep when you have a baby. Because when that baby gives you a moment, you take your moment, right? Like you can't say what you can and can't do when you have before the baby gets there. You do what the baby allows you to that do. That baby, baby is running that is the balls. Yes, that <laughs> baby is running everything. Absolutely. So. Yes, they are the balls, and it's it is on their time and on their time only. Yes. Oh, so um, 
David Vincent was born, um, we saw, this was like a few days ago, right? He was actually yes. born. Congratulations to Jessica and Juan. And Juan wasn't able to be there, but he was on video chat. I really do hate to see yeah. that. He really needed to be physically present for that. So I'm hoping soon his visa process will get started because I know he needs to be there to bond yeah. with his son. But we saw pictures, adorable David Vincent. I hope the book, and I, actually I saw pictures of Jessica's sons holding the baby. They're already bonding. They are, see, they already have changed the way that they feel. Yeah. Because that's how, that's how kids are. They feel one way today. They feel another way the next day. You just have to let kids, like you said, process in their own way, in their own time. They're super excited. So one, there was nothing to worry about there. They just were shocked. Yeah. You know, when you drop a bomb on a person, even an adult, you know, it, that, yeah. that raw reaction, you can't judge a person based on that raw reaction. They need time to process the information properly. Yes, and watching, you know, seeing the video, I'm not the videos, I'm sorry, but seeing the pictures, I mean, oh my gosh, that just melts my heart. I, I just love babies. I love kids, period. Me? I love me some babies. So I just want all the hugs and kisses and, and snuggles. So it's like, yeah, come on, bring it on. I just love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was yeah, they, the, someone said the seven apartments and he doesn't have the money to get them yeah i think that in order for him to get those apartments done he needs to continue working the cruise ship yeah. job i think yeah. is what and that's the opposite of what jessica wants she wants him to stop but i don't know see in my mind i think it doesn't make sense for one to stop working the cruise ship job until he gets his um and permission to come to america why would you stop working you yeah. know like, it doesn't make sense because he does have that goal like you said of those seven apartments being completed but until that happens, until he has a date that he can arrive in Wyoming, why exactly would he stop the cruise ship job and, and not do anything? I don't want to say not do anything, but she didn't say he was going to do anything else. Yeah. Like, that's an income that he could use to work on the apartments. But I, I do think that the trust issue is the hardest part for her because of what happened with this woman yeah. and something. He denies it, but the woman says more happened. And we're going to see next week that Megan, her best friend, is going to confront Juan about the cheating and try to make sure that he's in line. And he's still denying it adamantly. You know, he's just saying, like, I didn't do anything wrong. But, you know, I hope that she grills him to the point where he at least admits he was wrong in what he did. Talking to her in general and leading her on and not saying that he was in a relationship was wrong in itself. Anything that happened after that was worse, but that was wrong in itself. Yeah, I just want yeah. the rest of the cast to acknowledge what a good friend Megan is because oh, yeah. she is actually the right kind of friend. She's only putting her nose where it actually belongs. She's not coming in and stirring the pot She's there to help with the kids, to make sure that they've got their time. She's been very kind, very gracious, and, you know, she's going to let him have it, rightfully so. But she's not stirring the pot, and she's one of the few friends that I've seen through the entire franchise that haven't over-inserted themselves. So go, Megan. She is, Megan is Kara approved. She, yeah. She's nosy where it counts. Yes. She's, she keeps her business to herself where it yeah. doesn't. You're right. She definitely has um, Jessica's best interest at heart. And I think that that's what you need in a friend, especially when you're in this type of situation. Yeah. Because she sees one as someone who could potentially hurt her best friend. Yes. She doesn't see him as this awesome guy, this this um, father, this stepfather. She just sees him as someone who could potentially be bad. 
and that's that's where her focus is and i do love yeah. that for jessica you need friends like that yeah you do they very far and few between so all right so last week we didn't talk about matthew and anna so we need to talk about matthew and anna because this carnival situation which reminds me a lot of mardi gras i grew up in louisiana so i i attended a lot of mardi gras and now that i'm looking back i was like really young and i probably shouldn't have yeah but now looking back i i attended a lot of mardi gras and i was like this reminds me a lot of mardi gras and i think that matthew who's 36 who in my mind, that's not an age that is considered old, but he's continually making these comments where he's like, I hope I can, you know, hang with Anna, who happens to be, I believe, 24, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, 24. Um, I think but, 24. Yeah, and, and he seems to think that they're not on the same wavelength. She, he seems to think that she's like super young and she can, she can hang all night, and she probably can, but in my mind, I'm trying to figure out why he feels like he can't. Because I know people who are in their 40s who go out every weekend, they drink, they have a good time, different person hanging out every weekend. Like, they are definitely doing a lot. So I'm trying to understand why Matthew thinks at his young age of 36, he can't hang. You know, I'm like, Matthew, you can hang. The first night, he made it till 6 p.m. and passed out. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That was hilarious, okay? Um yeah that was like hilarious he passed out he don't even remember getting to the um to the hotel he don't even remember going to sleep i mean it was like oh so what the world yep. oh my gosh and she was like oh my gosh i'm not ready to go yet i want to party 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 this is like a yearly celebration so and it's the, she said there's a huge party before the party there's a huge party after the party you know so you definitely you pace yourself for the party and i feel like he's making it seem like he's like 56, right? Like, he's like, I can't do this. This is just too much. I need to sleep and I need, I can't stay up. And I'm like, you're not even that old, dude. Like, if this is a problem for you, maybe being with a 24 year old, like in general, yeah. might be too much for you because a 24 year old woman is gonna, she's a boxer, okay? She works out, she's a boxer. She's extremely active. She loves to party. She can hold her alcohol she can mm -hmm. she can hang okay so it's like if he can't hang with her is it even fair for yeah. him to to make her leave parties early like is that going to be her life now like she has to leave everything early so he can go home and get in bed by 9 30. Yeah. you know I, I don't know it's it just it was really weird to me the whole situation yeah. she's but watch she's got high expectations yeah but you know when those guys were coming up to her i realized that he couldn't understand what was being said but if he can't read that body language, they're going to have some big problems, big problems. But she's going to be able to defend herself better than he's going to be able to defend her. Yeah. So what do you think? Because he thinks that the issue is because of how she was dressed. That's why these guys were talking to her. And I, I don't know if I agree or disagree. Do you agree or disagree? I disagree. I think, I mean, I'm sure that her clothing had a lot to do with some attention but she's beautiful mm -hmm. i i don't think it matters what she's wearing she's gonna have guys that are trying to talk to her but when she, someone that looks like her and i'm gonna try to word this carefully <laughs> someone that looks like her is standing there you know in her sexy cat costume is standing next to somebody in a full halloween costume that, that's funny that 
it, it's just not and it, women weren't going up to him i'll just say that so well yeah. i think the one guy said it best he was like you're a couple are you sure yes. you know he said he was like is this really the guy and i was like that's harsh but you know sometimes when you see two people together and they're a couple you automatically assume they're a couple right, right. and for some reason when everyone in brazil at this at this carnival saw them together they didn't make that assumption yes. and i can't say why that was you know i don't know exactly what the look is that that makes it seem like he might just be a friend or whatever but no one really made that assumption and even when she made it clear to this one guy she's like yes he was like why are you sure like you could have me you know like why would you want that and i was like see that is definitely going to be a problem because and he was like oh well i don't want to have to get into a fight and i'm thinking you want to fight these people like these are pretty big people yeah. like i don't think that that's gonna if anyone's gonna fight anyone anna would have to fight someone and it's gonna like i feel like she's the only fighter and that she's literally a boxer yeah so i think that yeah. he's gonna have to when he gets in a fight and she has to step in to defend him, that's going to be even more embarrassing. Yeah. I, I, this whole thing is rude to me because he still hasn't told her that it's going to take up to two years for her visa. And she's very excited to come to America. I think I said this in the one podcast. She said it's been her life dream since she was a little girl yeah. to be um, an American citizen. And she thinks that it's happening within this year that they're in now. Because it's yeah. already been, first of all, it's already been a year. Yeah. So she thinks that within the next coming months, the visa process is going to go through. And he said that he found out it's been like, oh, it could be a year or more right. going up to two years. And he thinks that she might find someone else. Yeah. Um, but in my mind, the first thing I thought was, if it's going to take you two years, you know, to get the visa, how would another guy get it faster? Yeah. Because immigration is immigration for everyone, yeah. right? Like, so if another American guy applied for a visa, that would take even longer, right? Because he would be behind you in line. So I don't know what his logic is for that, because he was like, oh, well, maybe she'll think that another year waiting on me isn't worth it. But if she did find another guy, the process would start over, and it would just, I don't know, if she was just in it for the green card, this is, you waited out, you know? Exactly right. She's definitely in it for the green card. Absolutely. She is definitely in it for the green card. She is, I mean, come on. Yep. Come on. She's she's in it for the green card. She made that like we were talking about, um, I think it was last week. We were talking about that, um, how that was the first thing that she said that she's always yeah. wanted to go to America ever since she was a little girl. Yeah. Okay, she sees him on social media. She reaches out to him and then they they become a couple and then he flies out. Like and then they get engaged really really fast. I mean, in the airport. He he didn't didn't even yeah, and in, in the airport. They they couldn't even I mean, it wasn't even, you know, nothing fancy. And anybody that watches 90 Day Fiance, <laughs> like I have watched 90 Day Fiance since it first aired years ago, okay? You know when those red flags, they're coming. And she is a huge red flag. Yes. First, he's not even her, um, he's not even on her level. At all. So oh, that on. right we're there. About, we're talking about Matthew and Anna. Go ahead. So that right there is 
you know, it is her um, way of being able to, you know, manipulate and control him because um, he's not going to be able to find anybody else on her level, you know? So, so she is going to use it and abuse it to get her way. Yeah. And I think I, that, I think that he knows this because he's, that's what his main worry is that she'll just give up with him and go to another guy. Because obviously we saw at the tiny bit of time they filmed her at Carnival, there is not a shortage of men interested in talking to her, not even close. And this was out, imagine if she was in a bar in, in a more closed in environment, like this was out in the open. Yeah. So many people, thousands and thousands of people on the street and that many people walked up to her yeah. in that short amount of time. She is beautiful. She, I, she, knows that he's uh, not the league for her and he yeah. knows it and I think that it's weird because they're both kind of on the same page yeah because he's like I'm worried that she'll find a guy you know that's in her league and I'm thinking like well why would you stick around if you think you're not in her league like I would never want to be in a relationship where I don't think that we fit because I would never sleep well at night yeah because I would always wonder you know is today gonna be the day that a guy in her league you know, approaches her and she decides she's going to go with that guy. Like, I, I couldn't feel that insecure in a relationship. It would make me crazy. Like, I wouldn't be able to feel comfortable ever. Every time we go out, I would be worried if that's the day, you know, that a guy in her league is going to approach her. And the way that he got angry when those guys approached her, I was like, see, that's exactly how I would feel. Yeah. But she's so far out of his league that they're not even playing the same game. I mean, <laughs> She's, it's bad. she's just she's got that green card in focus yeah. that's all she's focusing on is that green card because she's she has said it you know multiple times already that that's what she wants she wants the green card so she can go to america like oh my gosh if they if they are if they are a couple by the end of the season i am going to be very shocked very oh, shocked she already put in this much work she ain't quitting now that's what I was thinking. I was like, she the the um light at the end of the tunnel, the green card is in view. Yes. Like yes. at this point, like it would be stupid of her to to give up now because the yes. process has been started. The paperwork is in process. Yeah. Like right, like there's no reason to give up now. Like the the finish line is in sight. Yeah. So I want to talk about Everton and Jordan because I'm really confused. Okay. So the fact that Jordan isn't upset that Everton cheated and she got this voicemail that baffled me. And then she, and then Jordan tells Everton about the fetish videos. He's not upset. And I'm like, I'm trying to understand what type of serious relationship where you both were lying to each other or cheating on each other, vice versa. You tell each other, you come clean and there's no heated conversation of feelings, you know, raw feelings or emotion. They yep. just were both like, okay, okay, now that I know it's fine. That's weird to me. Like, right. if I was in a relationship with someone, she said this is on and off for 10 years. This is a decade, okay? A decade. She has handed this man $600,000 for land in the Cayman Islands. He, she gets a phone call from some random person on the island saying that he's having an intimate relationship with her. She's not the least bit upset. Yeah. She's just like, well, I'm just glad that he's handling it well. So when I tell them about the videos, it won't be that bad. I'm like, this can't be a real relationship, right? It can't be. I agree. I completely agree. None of it looks legit to me. None of it. I would be so pissed off. I don't care how many secrets I had. I would have lost my mind right there. 
and him, her hiding all the stuff that she's hiding. He should have lost his mind, but he didn't lose his mind because the money's going to him. So yes. it doesn't really matter what she's doing. The money's going to him, but whatever he's doing should have pissed her right off. Any woman that I have ever met in my life would have reacted very, very, first of all, the fact that she's been sending him money during the pandemic, she's been sending him money because he said many times the money that she sent me kept me afloat Yeah. during the pandemic. She's been taking care of this man, like physically taking care of him, food, housing, everything. So the fact that he's cheating on her while living off of the money she's sending him and she's not upset, there's no reaction. Yeah. I just don't see it. And then I said on Twitter, I was like, can we see like a copy of these land deeds? Because yeah. I'm beginning to think that none of this is real. Yeah. Does she really have $600,000 to give him? Did they really buy any land? Is this, is this, are they pulling our leg? Yeah. Because I'm beginning to think it's not real. Yeah. Why they, they didn't even go to the Cayman Islands. They're in Jamaica, where he's from. Exactly. Wouldn't she want to see the land that she yeah. bought? You would think. I think. It, I don't, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Like $600,000 and you doing fetish videos to pay for land that you haven't even seen. Who, who's to say that he even bought land? Yep. Who's to say that he didn't take the money and do anything else with it? She hasn't seen it as far as we know. They ha And she said that they hadn't even started developing the land. It's still woods and, and trees yep. and dirt. Like I am so lost. And then the fact that he did the she did a photo shoot for him a naked photo shoot for him um where he was the photographer and there's like a boat driver watching boat. the fo the boat guy is watching and he doesn't care make it make sense please I, I i've given up i don't i don't know how to make it make sense yep i give, give up too <laughs> my mind is blown i mean that the boat <laughs> he was like i was not expecting this today when I come to work. No. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that neither. Gosh. And then Everton is, is okay with the boat tourists yeah. right there watching his naked girlfriend. Exactly. Like, I don't okay. Understand. Not okay. Yeah. But I mean, if, because the first thing when um she got the voicemail and she didn't react, I was like, well, maybe they have like an open relationship because they are living in different countries and they don't see each other as frequently. I know during the pandemic, they didn't see each other at all. So I was like, maybe she looks at it as, well, yeah, I knew that when we weren't seeing each other, he was seeing other people, but she never said that. No. She never voiced that. She never said that she was seeing anyone else. She never said that it was okay for him to be seeing anyone else. Cause I was just like, why isn't she angry? I was like, I'm more angry than she is. She because I just thought about it like, if I handed someone $600,000 and then I find out I can't trust them, I don't even know how I would react. I would be so, first of all, I, I've never had $600,000 to hand anybody. Yeah. First of all, okay, I've never had, I've never even seen that yeah. much money with my eyes. Yeah. So the fact that she says, says, I'm gonna say that, she handed this man this money and then she finds out, hey, Rachel, she finds out that he's cheating on her. Not just cheating, but the woman is calling her, humiliating her, calls her pathetic. Yep. No reaction. But she no. was mad as hell when she got off the plane. She was mad as hell. Wouldn't even hurt right. So what she... I would love to know what the real deal is with this relationship. If it's a real relationship at all. Yeah. Because I'm beginning I don't think to think it is. I, I really don't. I really don't think it is. I... Because if if someone called me 
and told me that my boyfriend, fiance, whatever he is, you know, yeah. said that he was cheating on me with her and then her called me pathetic. Yeah. Right. Do you know that they would, I would have to call a bondsman to get me out of jail because yeah. I would have jumped over that table and I would have whooped him. Yep. Like, it's, you don't do that. And then he's like, yeah, she was just a fling. Like, he was just talking normal, like, yeah. like yeah. it was nothing, you know? And how, why is he going to get mad? Because if she's doing all these um, um, online things that she's doing, that's his lifeline. Yeah. So it's why is he going to get mad? He's yeah. going to do He's going to take whatever she dishes out to him. He's uh, he's going to take it because if he gets mad, she can stop sending him money. Love but before I, I would even give anybody $600,000, I would fly over there myself. Show me. Show me this property. Yeah. Well, what, what was the, is it illegal to buy land in a country where you don't have citizenship? Because I was wondering, why wouldn't she just go over there and buy the land herself? Like, do, what is the legal precedence on that? Do you have to be a citizen of that land to purchase land there? Like, I don't know the, because I, I don't understand why it had to be Everton's name on the deed. I didn't understand that. He's yeah. the power of attorney. Power of attorney. Yeah, oh, okay. The land is in her name, but he's power of attorney. He can make decisions without her. Isn't that what that yes. means? So who knows? Well, actually, power of attorney is generally, you have to be either medically unable to, like, you can't be of sound mind. That's usually how power of attorney works. I don't know how it works in a different country, right. but that's usually how it works. So I don't know. I, I just, I want to see the property. We haven't even seen pictures right. of the property. I, I want to see a deed. Oh, this person said it might be an open relationship. She did mention she was upset about the honesty. She did say that. She said, I'm not upset about the woman's voicemail. She said, I'm upset that you weren't honest. Because that, that is what led me to believe maybe since they are in different countries and they weren't seeing each other frequently, there was an understanding yeah. about him seeing other women, but maybe he had to make it known to her. Because she did say that. She said, I'm not upset about this, I'm upset that you weren't honest because we're in business together. So honesty is important. But I feel like fidelity is important too, right? Like, I feel like- Also, she told him about the videos, but she hasn't told him that she's a nudist. Like, you're still holding something. Right. And it's- Secrets, secrets, secrets. all secrets. And it's like $600,000 is a lot to be on the line between two people who don't trust each other and they're not honest with each other. Cause it's like, she doesn't trust him. She's like, I, I feel like your dishonesty makes me not trust you. And I was like, well, if you gave him $600,000, you have no choice but to trust him because what if you never see that money again? That yeah. was the first thing that came to my mind. I was like, you're gonna lose your house. Yes. Like if you, you have to trust him at this point. And it's like, what would persuade a woman to mortgage her house? And then we found out that the, the loan was not for the whole amount. Yeah. The loan was only for some. And then the videos that she was doing paid the rest. Yeah. Yeah. So she, she didn't even be honest with us. Because in the beginning, when she had dinner with her friends, if you remember, she said that the full loan was for the $600,000. Well, or maybe her friends don't know about the video. So maybe that's why she didn't want to divulge the full story. Right. Because... 
answer the door naked when her friends come in like yeah she did she did because they were they asked if she was gonna put some clothes on because i was like well y'all are gonna be eating yeah you know jordan so you probably want to put some clothes on she was cooking naked yeah. too which i'm pretty sure is like all types of health code violations right like i'm pretty sure you can't cook food naked i know that fine there's if, laws against i that. think it's fine if you don't cook bacon <laughs> <laughs> I, that i mean i don't know is it fine I don't know. If I went to a restaurant and the people were cooking the food naked, I don't know if I would eat the food. I'm a germaphobe, though. Yeah. I'm like April this season. Like, I'm a germaphobe. I, you should see how many times I wipe down the counter in my kitchen, like, a day. Yeah. It's bad. Me too. Like, I'm a germaphobe. It's, it's very bad. So if I went to a restaurant and they were cooking stuff naked, I don't know if I would eat any of the food. I just feel like yeah. germs are everywhere. They're, like, in the air. You can't see them. And they're just, like, little... They're trying to attack me. Yeah. They're like, they're trying to attack, I, I, I don't know, but I agree. I'm just. If somebody's cooking for me, if I'm going to somebody's house for dinner and they answer the door naked, I'm leaving already. Like, I'm gone. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if you guys aren't in a relationship, that's weird. Yeah. You know, like, that's weird. Even if you are in a relationship, that can also be weird, depending on if you were expecting it. But yeah. that's weird. But I still can't. I still can't get over the fact that she says they're engaged, but there's no engagement ring. He's never asked her to marry him. And they've been on and off for, I think she said, 14 years. Yes. They've been in a serious relationship for 12 years. He's cheated multiple times. But, yeah, you take out a mortgage on your home and oh. you all these other things to get money and you send this man six hundred thousand dollars not only that but during covid you support him and his family yeah. and then Which, you fly over there after the six hundred thousand dollars you don't even go to the cayman islands you go to and, jamaica and she, he hasn't met his mother or his children that's yeah. what I was fixing to say. She's supposed to be meeting his mom, but she's still not meeting his children. Yeah. Because when she asked, he hesitated, and he said no, what, that the children were if, not ready yet. What if he's still with the mother of the children? Like, that's there's so many said, different... That's what me and you think, yeah. This is like... All of these years, you've never met his mom or his children or the mothers of his children, but you're supporting these people yes. financially. Yes. Like you're supporting the kids, you're supporting the mom, you're supporting him. But when she gets there and she asks to meet them, he's like, I don't know. I don't know if that's a good idea. Why not? I've been supporting these people. Like, I feel like it's only fair. What if they don't exist? Yeah. That was another thing. I was like, what if he doesn't have any kids? What if all this money he wants is just for him? They live on the land that she bought that doesn't exist. Exactly. Okay, and then oh, why did they have to rent a, um, uh, I think it's a bed and breakfast down the road from his mom? Why couldn't they stay they with his mom? I was wondering that too. Because she can't be naked at his mom's house. But he doesn't even know she's naked all the time yet. I'm pretty sure. Oh, Rachel, if you are cooking for your kids naked, that's okay, right? Like, oh my God, she's so, she's. <laughs> So <laughs> that's okay right i feel like kids she does like not, i promise she does not do that if it's a baby they would never know the difference i think babies expect their moms to be naked isn't that how they breastfeed 
I think babies expect it, right? I promise she does not do that. <laughs> so what are what are your thoughts on this? What do you think is going to happen? Is she going to meet anybody while she's there? Like, what do you think is going to happen? I don't think so. I, don't, I think that this is all, this is all just for TV. I yeah. have so many on all of the 90 day stuff where you say, this can't be real. This can't be real. This looks scripted. This looks fake. But I have never calm. jump out, out so much that says all of this is BS. All of it. Just yeah. not right with, with Scott um, and Lydia. Yep. That's, that's yeah, all. I do feel like this was never real. Yeah. Like, it, it just seems like they were on the show. They tried it out. They filmed it. And it even looks like Scott kind of gave up early because and he's, he's And you know what I was thinking? You know what I was thinking too? Now, this is how I'm thinking. Okay, you know that how Scott and Alejandro were friends. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know Lydia really mistreated Alejandro. Mm -hmm. Okay, so could this be something that Alejandro taught Scott in to do to yeah. get back at Lydia? for doing him the way he did with Nicole. Yeah. I I see that because Scott did basically do her very wrong. Like he was just like he was like I don't even want to try I don't want to do this anymore. He was like he literally got up from the table and was just like I don't even so want to do this anymore. The way yeah, the way Alejandro um is uh conniving and the way he is, I would not have I won't put it past him that he planned this whole thing out with Scott to get her right where, um, for Scott to get Lydia right where um, he needed her to be, and then boom, I yeah. don't want to be with you anymore. This ain't never. working. I mean, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't he get a, a translator? Never in the history oh. of have we ever seen anybody quit mid-season. Never. And just like, bring me somebody that can tell me what she's saying, and I'm out. So they they've some... always had a translator. I mean, all the other ones. Yeah. So I have some information that I got from a very trusted source. Um, and they're filming the family Chantel. They've been filming for a couple months. And I was told that Scott is being filmed for that series. So mm -hmm. that means that whatever it ended on Love and Paradise, I don't know if it ended fully. Ah. And I I do know that there was a physical altercation between Scott and Pedro. Ooh, I hope which, Scott his ass. So I, I, that's all I know. I, I'm that's all the person would tell me. But this will be airing on the family Chantel in September. But it, I thought it was very interesting that they broke up on Love in Paradise. But he's, he was filming here in Atlanta. And as far as I know, um, Lydia and Nicole were also in Atlanta physically filming and this altercation took place a physical altercation yeah. um and i don't know who won i don't know how bad it was if anybody left in like a, a stretcher or whatever but that's all that i got but they said that it was pretty intense and it was pretty crazy so i think it's interesting that it was over yes. it wasn't really over they're still filming things together so like you said is this all part of some sort of plan yeah. You know, to to get because this is multiple shows now. Like this is going across different shows. Yes, not relevant to this show, but I do have to say while we have her on here, 
we're gonna have we're gonna do a live with Rachel Walters, John and Rachel Walters, and she's finally going to say how she feels about everything that happened during her season with Paul. And I'm so excited for that one. Just so you know. Oh, yeah, I would love to hear about that. I've heard a lot of things about Paul. So yeah, I would definitely love to hear some um, inside information from someone who was there, you know, who was a part of it, because I, I, I only know what I've heard. So I would love to hear Rachel's take because she was physically there. They had to tell all they had interactions. I would love to know that because I've heard so many stories between he has know, great about Paul. Oh, great. Okay. we want to hear it. Yeah, definitely. So when you go live, I, I will definitely join. I will definitely watch that. And um, oh, so what else happened on this episode? that we got to talk about. So we talked about Matthew and Anna. Who do we not talk about? Um, well, they weren't on this season or this episode, but the, what's her face? The doctor? Oh, April and Valentine. Yeah, they weren't on this season. Was that the only um, No, Car Carlos and Valentine weren't on there either. Oh yeah, so they, they left two people off this episode. Yeah. So we're gonna have to wait and see what's going on because Carlos is saying adamantly on his Instagram that he really is single. Because I had a little glimmer. I was like, maybe they're still going to get married. They're going to figure it out. Because Valent Valentine said that he was going to his hotel. He didn't say that he was going to the airport. So yeah. I was like, and that and The preview for next week shows him talking to his mom. And he tells his mom that the wedding's off. But then he says, there's still a piece of me that hopes that Carlos is going to come back and we'll still be planning a wedding. So I kind of feel like they just left us hanging on that one. Okay. See, yeah, I, I, I'm really interested in knowing because Carlos was posting a lot over the last couple of days about him being single and he was starting his single journey. And I was like, but are you really? Because, you know, they post things like that to throw you off. Yeah. Uh, I wonder yeah. if they're really married and Carlos is actually like here, like yeah. in LA with Probably. Valentine. You know, they, they do things like that and they always try to trick us. So I'm trying to figure out, you know, what exactly is going on with that. So hopefully... Next week, we'll find out. And I want to know what's going on with Valentine and April. Because, again, they don't even know where they want to live. And Oh, my goodness. Did y'all see her um, spraying Lysol at his mom's house? I did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And oh, I my gosh. And they started spraying it on, the on their hands. They can sanitize Oh, my goodness. But I can't. So that's so disrespectful. I mean, I realize that you're a doctor and you're a germaphobe and all that stuff. We're, you know, we're, we're all a germaphobe in mm -hmm. sense, but I can't go to somebody else's house. I don't care who it is and just start Lysoling stuff. You know, I'm not going to come to your house and be like, gee, your to toilet looks dirty and just start Lysoling. Who just carries Lysol with them? Nobody. Well, I'm... She is just being so disrespectful. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And then she um, she is taking advantage because they don't understand English. Yeah. So they That's don't understand how how she is really actually being disrespectful towards them. She is like, I mean, that is, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know. She's, she is my, the least favorite person this oh. season I, I don't know i thought i didn't like lydia i right now i'm liking lydia more than i do april there is no just because how she is with lydia no 
No. <laughs> we. I, I definitely think April. We will just have to agree to disagree. Yeah. I mean, not. I mean, because because of how April is is treating his family. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I. Because again, you know, she is going into their home, and not only you know, like last week we seen, not only was she um. Like, I didn't like she was throwing up whenever they were talking about um their food. I mean, who does that, you know? And then um tell, uh, tell Valentine that he cannot support her, that, you know, he doesn't have the means and there's no way possible. Why would she want to lower her standards? I mean, why would you do that? No. Yeah, she's been respectful through the whole thing i agree i'm just saying that there i lydia is literally the one that i i don't care for the most out of the whole well her and paul are are neck and neck out of the whole franchise they're my least oh, favorites wow. yeah well we'll wait and see what happens next week and we'll we'll see if we can maintain those least favorites oh so rachel wants to go live so we'll end this one yeah um because this one's gonna go on spotify um, and Apple Music. So we'll end this one and then we'll go live again. If yeah. you all want to join again, do you all want to come back? Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah. So we'll end this one because this one will get posted under the Love and Paradise everywhere. And then we'll come back and we'll talk to Rachel and we'll get a little inside information on what happened on her season, which I think will be really interesting. Awesome. Thank you so much to my co hosts, Cara and Didi Castillo, for joining me. We'll be here next week on the George Massey Show to talk about Love and Paradise, episode eight. Can you believe we're that far in? It's crazy, right? I know. All right, guys, we'll talk to all of you really soon. See you in a minute, Rachel. <laughs>